Hi. Welcome to another edition of Sadistically Speaking. This is Andrew Lotto. You know, one of the reasons I started this podcast is because I was disgusted with the level of discussion and debate in this country to this day. And not just discussion, because a lot of people are concerned about discussion and whether people can actually have a conversation without getting heated. I actually mean debate, where you both set up sides, both set up opinions that are absolutely antagonistic to each other and discuss them and argue them out. Debate is a lost art form, but it's an important one. Unfortunately, today, people live in China worlds and they don't want to have a debate because in a debate, someone disagreeing with you is a personal affront. We used to have this respect for debate as an art form, as something that intellectuals did. You know, we, we discuss the Lincoln-Douglas debates. They weren't the Lincoln-Douglas convos, the Lincoln-Douglas chats. They are actually uh, debates between two people with opposite opinions. Gore Vidal and William F. Buckley used to have gorgeous debates, fantastic debates on opposite side of the issues. I actually did debate in high school. Uh, one of the years my debate topic was the U.S. should stop selling arms to China. I guess I was right on that one. But people say, what is the point of having debate? What's the point? You're not going to change the other person's mind. That's not the point. That's like saying to someone, really, what's the point of playing football? You know, the other team's not going to join you at the end. They're not going to root for you going forward. They're not going to say, hey, can I be on your team? Of course not. The whole point is that the athletic challenge of being in a football game with certain rules and certain outcomes is actually better for both teams. It's an athletic challenge. It makes you both better by doing it. It's one of the reasons we celebrate sports and athletic events. I mean, do you play a game of Monopoly and then halfway through go, you know what? Why are we all going against each other when we can all live in Park Place together? Or do you play a game of chess and you say, you know what, instead of having this battle between our pieces, why don't we just have Ebony and Ivory live together, just like Stevie Wonder and Paul McCartney would have wanted? We can have the pawns take turns being the kings and queens of our magical kingdom. No. Debate is just like these other sports and games. But except that it's an intellectual activity. It's a sport for the mind. It may be the greatest challenge for any human being to actually come up with an opinion that counters someone else and then to support it. Unfortunately, our level of debate at this time is like if the NFL uh, only had Asians playing. We get so upset at ideas. We don't dare to offend somebody else. It's not an offense to disagree with somebody else. Even if you don't even believe what you're saying, it's, well, it's a good thing to disagree with somebody else. We'll discuss that in our time. I want to talk about a particular problem, a particular reason why debate uh, is so horrid in today's America. And that's partly because of the polarization into conservative and liberal camps. Or even worse, because it doesn't actually align with any really good thoughts, Republican and Democrat camps. Political polarization makes us accept a whole number of ideas that we think might be complementary, 
but actually they make us hypocritical. In many of the cases, the things the Republicans and the Democrats believe in, the whole list of things, don't necessarily go together. They're historically have been uh, parsoned off to each side. You get this idea, we get this idea. And they often are hypocritical. So the, if you're defending a side in this debate and you feel you have to defend all those arguments, you will end up with, it, with an argument that's illogical. We feel sometimes that we have to defend all conservative ideas or all liberal ideas, and you end up with an awful argument. It's like playing Monopoly. I don't know why I keep bringing up Monopoly. Does anyone even play Monopoly anymore? I'm guessing during quarantine they do. And, but playing Monopoly and saying, you know what? I'm not going to buy all of the railroads or all the utilities because uh, I have a strong belief in antitrust legislations. Who gives a shit? You can make an argument and make a discussion and use your brain to actually support that argument, even if there are other ideas that you believe in that don't actually correspond with this. I'm going to give you two examples. Uh, one from uh, a sort of liberal point of view traditionally and one from a conservative viewpoint traditionally. And both these cases are arguments I've actually heard where people make a point that's actually decent and then fuck it up by making more points that are irrelevant to the argument but fit with a conservative or liberal viewpoint. So let's start with the conservative. So let's say they want to make an argument that there's no such thing as white privilege. So they dutifully suggest there's no such thing as white privilege. And they will say, here's the conservative. I'm going to use my conservative voice. There are no laws in the book in the United States that actually grant rights on the basis of skin color. I don't know why my conservative is Southern, but I will go with it. Anyway, that's an excellent point. There actually are no laws that make systemic racism uh, viable in the United States. But then, after saying that good point, they will often, without provocation even, try to, like it's a fucking reflex, they will try to continue making additional conservative talking points and say, the problems in the black community are a direct consequence of laws passed by the liberal Democrats that negatively impact minority communities. What the fuck? Weed asshole. If there are laws that have been passed that negatively impact minority communities specifically, then that would be white privilege and systemic racism. If there are laws or rules passed that negatively, specifically affect black communities, that would be white privilege. You just admitted to it and usually without provocation. Now, lucky for you, the moron on the other side will take the bait and they'll start talking about how Trump is a racist and the Republicans are Klan members, even though the Klan was originally Democrat. But that's not to the point. You will give up the win on the other side, the, the liberal, because you want to do some stupid debate about Trump being a racist. Who cares? You won. They offered that it was that systemic racism. They can now, you can say, okay, it's all because of Democrats. You still gave up white privilege. And that was the argument. Example number two, a liberally minded individual says to you, or you are the liberally minded individual and say, gender is a choice. Biological sex and gender identity, those are ident uh, independent things. And so every person should, should 
respect the decision someone has to choose a particular gender identity irrespective of biological sex. They might even follow up with a, what a really good point would be, which is, in a country founded on freedom that consecrates the pursuit of happiness, individuals should be able to decide if they'd be happier as a male or a female. Really good point. Nice start. Stop right there. Don't fuck it up and keep talking. Shit, you're not going to stop. Nope. They're going to continue and say, and that's why Trump is a fucking asshole for not allowing trans people in the military to get the uh, changes in confirmation surgery, sex confirmation surgery. And you, sir, are a bigot for not thinking that trans children should be given gender-appropriate hormones. Well, shit, you just screwed the pooch. If gender's a choice and independent biology, then why would you need biology change through surgery or hormones? Choice made, Brenda's now Brent, gender identity change, you don't need to change the biology in order for that person now to be a woman by gender or a man by gender. In fact, the term transgender itself suggests that there's a shift that needs to be made in the biology. It destroys your argument that social gender and sexual biology are separate. Caitlyn Jenner didn't just change the name from Bruce. She wanted to look like a prototypical uh, gender role specified female. In fact, a caricature of one like all the kids. Huh, lucky for you, liberal. Don't worry. The conservative is not going to take this, uh, this victory sitting down. They'll jump right in over this debate and say, well, it's a, you have to understand that there's importance of discipline in the military. You can't just have any person in there, a trans person, and I don't want to be forced to use some kind of pronouns like he or she if I don't feel like it, which is all completely tangent to the direct debate. You gave up the argument they already gave to you. My solution uh, make all white people transgender and see who the fuck has a privilege. Debate you later. Pass the tequila. Out!